So you list your property for sale. The agent opens the doors. The crowds come flooding through. That's uh, what you've got to do to sell, right? Well, who is responsible if someone gets injured during an inspection? There is a clause in the agent's listing authority that must be completed before the property is advertised for sale or represented as being for sale that makes the seller, you, responsible and the agent indemnified against claims. Is that fair? REIQ CEO Antonio Mercarella says it is, and she joins me. Good morning, Antonio. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? Good. Sorry to keep you waiting. I, I just we'll we'll get to that um, that clause in just a moment. Do you have any comment for Daryl on NRAS properties? Look, I only caught the very end of of that conversation with Daryl. It mm. sounded like he has a property he'd like to sell that's tenanted. Yes, you can sell tenanted properties. Uh, but, of course, when you sell, you need to make it clear that you're selling uh, the property yeah, subject right. to that tenancy. And, yeah. and so if it's, you, you know, you can always select a, a, a settlement date that's beyond that date. But you can sell tenanted properties, but uh, but you'd have to make Yeah, His, his question related to NRAS and, uh, you know, he's got right. an NRAS agreement. Um, uh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So he, well, he's, then it would, it would hmm. really require him to review the terms of that NRAS agreement yep. uh, to, to see that there's no restriction on the ability to sell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, again, again, I would expect that there's... It, it, look, it's difficult without looking at it, uh, but uh, it, it's likely that it has a provision saying he can sell, but again... Uh, I imagine it would say that it would have to be a sale that is subject to the existing tenant. Oh, yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. In fact, um, Antonio, you probably missed it, but he does actually have it already on the market. So uh, one would hope that that is in the NRAS agreement, that he can do that, and I'm sure he could. But uh, as as he was pointing out, it's a very limited market, only about 20% of buyers interested in yes. NRAS properties. Yes, sure, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's yeah. get to the topic for today. Um, yeah. I, I asked that question again. Is it is it fair? Is it fair that um, mm. this clause should be in the agreement? Well, look, I certainly think it's fair. I think what we need to... I think a really good place to start is that we all need to understand um, that when we allow someone into our property, mm. if, if they are... Um, if they are injured when they are on the property, irrespective of whether we're just inviting them in for a cup of tea or we're inviting them in to, to, to show our house to sell it, um, there's a potential there to be liable in the event that they hurt themselves. Mm. So that's the first point I'd make. And then obviously in the case of selling your property, you're allowing people to come in. And so really what you're doing there, Kevin, is you are... Uh, I guess, entering into a realm where potentially someone can come in, uh, perhaps um, uh, steal something, a possession or break something or indeed injure themselves. So I think it's really important that, uh, that, that we understand that there is that potential risk and I think it's reasonable that uh, there's an expectation that the owner will take steps to, to minimise or to mitigate yeah. those risks. And I, I think it's also, I think it's completely fair and reasonable that yeah. there's an indemnification there for the agent too. Yeah, yeah f- fair enough. And I, I guess too, the seller's insurance is going to cover any damage like some that that you mentioned there. So you'd need to let your insurance company know that yeah, this, this is really, happening. Really, yeah, really important point to make, Kevin. Mm, Absolutely. Mm. What you want to do is you want to make sure you've got adequate uh, home and contents insurance, you really ideally want to, you know, I know none of us do, but check the fine print to make sure 
And look, if in doubt, give the give your insurance company a call. Let them know that this is what you intend to do. And of course, then Kevin, outside of that, there's some really practical tips and things that you can do. And it's important that you sit with the agent and work out, okay, how are we going to ensure that we can really minimise any potential risk? Yeah, of course. In the case that came to my attention during the week, the the seller's insurance didn't cover it because it was a vacant block of land. The the property had actually been badly damaged, and a fire was has since been uh, fully removed from the site, but it is a demolition site. There, there are, you know, there are possible hazards there. Yes. There's no insurance uh, for the seller. Um, yeah. Can that clause, that's clause 13 in the forms, uh, Form 6, can that be removed? Well, look, certainly that clause in, in our Form 6, in the REIQ Form 6, if, if the parties mutually agree, the agent and the vendor agree, they can certainly strike it out. Uh, you know, and so that's a conversation that can happen. It can be done contractually, but look, in the case of vacant land, I think it's it's a slightly different proposition. Well, actually, I think it's quite different because obviously, when we're selling a property that's established, we're walking through. That's there right. might be stairs, there might be slippery tiles, etc. Mm-hmm. With vacant land. In that context, you may even make a decision to say, we're actually not going to let you step onto the land. Having said that, at some stage, uh, you're probably going to want to perhaps conduct soil tests and the like. So someone's probably going to need to gain access. But yep. again, mm. those things can probably be dealt with in a, in a more discreet way. And you might, you might enter into a very simple sort of contract about how that's to work in cases where that block, is, block of land is uninsured, for example. Mm. Antonio, thank you so much for your time and your insight. I really appreciate it. Antonio is the CEO for the REOQ. Thanks for your time, Antonio. Thanks, Kevin.